This is the Gaia-Gram, environmental headlines from around a planet in crisis. Yellowstone National Park officials said last week that more than 10,000 visitors were ordered out of Yellowstone as unprecedented flooding tore through the nation's oldest national park, washing out roads and bridges. The only visitors left in the massive park that straddles three states were a dozen campers still making their way out of the backcountry. The park, which celebrates its 150th anniversary this year, could remain closed as long as a week, and northern entrances may not be reopened this summer. Federal researchers found in a scientific study published this week that parts of Colorado, Wyoming, and Utah are drying out due to climate-driven changes in stream flows and that these states will shift to become more like the most arid states of the southwest. The lead author of the study said Colorado will experience a 50% to 60% reduction in snow by 2080. The Los Alamos National Laboratory in New Mexico said, We're not saying Colorado is going to become a desert, but we can see increased aridity moving forward. They concluded that large losses of snow will transform high elevation areas and that the phenomenon of melting snow that creates water will disappear entirely in some areas as temperatures rise. In a related story, the Great Salt Lake of Utah in the American West is on the verge of becoming an environmental disaster zone. It has already shrunk by two-thirds since the 1980s. Climate change and the siphoning of water from its mountain source are behind these alarming evaporations. The population of Salt Lake City has exploded in recent years, meaning more and more of the mountain snowmelt is being diverted from rivers to homes and farms. If the lake continues to dry up at this rate, the ecological and human impacts will be disastrous. Global warming doesn't just mean scorching temperatures and rising sea levels. It also means the death of oceans, lakes, rivers, and other bodies of water. Dead zones, areas in the water that are low on oxygen, are on the rise around the world due to the double whammy of hotter temperatures and increased pollution, leading to the death of marine life and turning once vibrant habitats into hypoxic deserts. Scientists have been monitoring for over three decades one such dead zone considered the largest in U.S. waters in the Gulf of Mexico. On June 2nd, NOAA announced they expected the zone to enlarge to nearly 5,500 square miles this year. In the next few years, Indonesia will start moving its capital city from one island, Java, to another, Kalimantan, the Indonesian part of Borneo. There are few reasons for this move, but one of the biggest is that the country's current capital, Jakarta, is sinking at an alarming rate. It would be easy to mistake Jakarta's pending demise as the work of sea level rise, yet the city's decline is actually being driven by another force, land subsidence spurred by groundwater extraction for human beings. Three oil companies have canceled their leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Drilling in the refuge has long been a controversial issue. The 19.5 million acre wilderness area, the home of 45 species of mammals, including polar bears, bowhead whales, and caribou, are considered sacred by the indigenous people of Alaska. In a remarkable milestone for an electric aircraft, Beta Technologies has flown its ALIA test demonstrator on an eight-leg cross-country mission across six states, totaling 1,219 miles. Beta flight test engineer Emma Davis said, It's not something that I have known that's been done previously, so it's a huge step forward showing that it is a viable future to have an electric aircraft that can travel long distances, not just short hops. 
And finally, when a new high-rise office building is built in Melbourne, Australia next year, its facade will include 1,182 solar panels, along with extra solar power on the roof. The building will be able to power itself completely. The architect who led the design team said the building is designed to be self-sustainable. We can harness electricity on site and use it immediately. The architect who led the design team said the building is designed to be self-sustainable. We can harness electricity on site and use it immediately. It has an advantage because the electricity doesn't have to travel hundreds or thousands of miles. It's more efficient and helps reduce strain on the grid. This was the Gaia Gram. Environmental headlines from around a planet in crisis.